I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. That's no moon. It's a space station. Ugh. No, dude, that's Fred's mom. Aw, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. It's Star Wars Day! May the 4th be with you. 4th be with you. Yeah, time to nerd out, get ready for a boss time with lots of... Wait, what are we talking about today? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be talking about my tax success home skillets. Um, okay, let's let's rock it. Wait. What's this music? Uh, sorry. I think I got the, the wrong stuff. Music? No, I, it's it's the wrong music. Hold on. You know the, the Let's Rock It music? Yeah. I don't, where is it? Um, okay, hold on. Let me see if I can figure Do you know how to stop the music? I don't. No. Huh. Don't ask me. <sighs> Sucks. I don't know. Well, hold on. Oh, okay. Okay. That's no. Um, oh, no. Gosh. Um, well. Happy May 4th. Uh, that's not what we meant. To, we don't hate you. We really don't. But no. uh, Or do we? <laughs> <laughs> now. Okay. No, here you go. No. Here you go. Here's the uh, the special bonus for those who know what that's from. Do you know what that song's from? I don't. I forgot. Have you heard it before? Yeah, I've heard it before. Okay. So uh, let's just say that the guy that wrote it, performed it, and then also, quote, acted it in the movie was one of the executive producers for that movie. It was a joke, but it became kind of a serious song. The song was written as a joke. Uh-huh. He played a punk rocker, 1980s punk rocker. Uh-huh. They were on a bus. San Francisco. Tony, come on, come on. Oh, oh I don't know. Almost Famous? Do you think no, 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 no. no. It, okay. It's a nerd, nerd movie. Oh, wait, no, that's more like the seven. Yeah, never mind. Was yeah, it, I, remember, oh, I know that movie pretty well. Yeah, I've I, you know I've never even seen Almost Famous. Was it good? <gasps> yes, oh, it's, it's so good. Oh, okay, that was well. No, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to say classics. anything. If anybody knows what that was from, you can uh, you know email me or shoot me something. <laughs> you know, maybe may, it'll be a mystery. What if? Well, somebody's going to know it. I guarantee it. Of course. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. I wonder uh, if I could like find a prize to give away. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? If, like somebody yeah. goes, I know what it is. First person call nine one one. Five 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 six five two five. The emphasis on the nine one one. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to dial that first, and you're all set. That's like telling someone to to fix their game problem by hitting Alt F four and seeing if they fall for it. <laughs> That's an old gamer joke. I just remember. Oh, you have a trolley? Yeah, just hit all all that four. That'll take care of it. <laughs> I used to love the ones when people used to say, "My cup holder's broken." You know, this was back back in the day. What, oh. what cup holder? You know, you push a little button and the oh, tray slides out yeah. on the computer and you put your mug in it. It's broken. It's not a cup holder. <laughs> I still have one of those and I use it. Really? Frequently. Man. Yeah. Because, yeah. well. dude, not everything's streaming yet. I Until know, everything I know. is streaming, I'm going to have DVDs. I have one of those external DVD player thingies mm-hmm. just because none of the computers come with them anymore. And yeah, it's hard to find internal ones anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What a load, man. We're getting jacked up. Well, Captain Influence, welcome back. Thank you. Two weeks in a row. Good to be back. Always. Yeah. Sheer Terror is back in the house. Woo! What's up, homie? I'm excited. What's up, homie? Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, So this is weird because, you know, we've got two people in the studio and then one person, you know, all across the plains. Yeah. You know, they say like across the pond. Mm-hmm. You're across the plains. <laughs> it's kind of a big grassy pond. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any tornadoes yet? Not yet, but really? we'll see. We'll see what shapes up. We had some thunderstorms yesterday in Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, we'll see how things shape up tomorrow. We're supposed to have more thunderstorms. So now is it spring weather? Spring weather is here. Yeah, but it is it is tornado season, right? Oh uh, yeah, it's start. Yeah, tornado yeah. season technically starts in April. It it peaks in June in the northern plains. Yeah, it's a little different in the southern states. Sucks, uh, man. But yeah, did you but guys I'm ever in see tornado? Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, forever See, ago. Yeah, this music's yeah. from that. This was back when Van Halen could, you know, make his guitar sing. 
you know? <laughs> Wasn't that perfect timing? I did not plan that, but it was cool. I was I was a meteorology major. Were you really? Nebraska for three oh, years. Wow. Uh, I didn't end up graduating meteorology, but uh, I was a major for three years, and so wow. we were totally into the storm chasing thing and everything. And Twister came out while I was in school. Wow! And we all thought it sucked. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good. It's, I mean, it was so bad. It, it was awesome. It was entertaining yeah. to an extent, but even even all of us meteorology nerds oh. didn't like. We thought it was embarrassing. Well, so, of yeah. course it was embarrassing. How about there was no truth to it. But it was Sharknado. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's I don't classic. even want to acknowledge that exists. <laughs> oh, come Sharknado, on. Sharknado is a, is a millennial phenomenon that I simply refuse to acknowledge. You know, the funny made... about that, it's not millennial because I know people who are like Gen Xers and, you know, baby boomers will watch that show because of how many of the quote Gen Xers and baby boomers are in it. Yeah, I think I'm feeling the chode meter coming on here, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like over the like top chode meter. I made it through. I made five minutes oh. and then I couldn't do it anymore. The first movie is one of those where you're because when it first came out, it was supposed to be serious. Was and, it really? Yeah, really? It was. Oh, come on. No, See, I that mean, makes it worse. No, that was the whole point is that they were going, hey, let's make a let's make a horror movie kind of fun. But, you know, it was so bad. And they kind of went, uh, OK, we better make fun of ourselves. And then it just got like, this is ridiculous. I think they get like a two out of 10 on IMDb oh, for every movie. So funny. But it's supposed Dang. to be bad. It's awesome. It's like the, yeah, you know, the triple X clearly, movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Well, Twister was a classic, horribly awesome movie. Like heinously glorious. <laughs> like children the of the corn. Yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah. The cow, dude. Oh, the I love Children that. of the corn. I remember when that came out and I mean, I was too young to see it, but it was a legitimate horror film at the time. That's like my, legitimate. Yeah. That's what my mom says. Has anybody seen that? Um, a silent place. Is that what it's called? The new one? No, no, but, but I a quiet place. I want to Quiet place. Yeah. I want to see it too. I don't know a lot of people that want to go see that because most people hate the, uh, the suspenseful horror aspect, but it just, I love apparently it. most of the movies completely quiet, really? but it's a, it's an alien invasion movie, isn't it? Yeah, but it's suspenseful yeah. and I like alien invasion. Oh, movies. So fun. Mm. Be nice to see one done well for once, but it's, it's so rare that they're not they're done very well. But uh, double header next week, so we'll do Avengers and then we'll do Avengers. that one in a quiet yeah, place, and then know. we'll record we'll the we'll episode see. and we'll talk about <laughs> it and we'll we'll you know get Avengers for sure. We'll 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 negotiate <laughs> quiet place. Yeah, we're not going to talk Avengers today because we've not seen it. I think everybody else in there, you know, guinea pig has, but I've not. So I don't want any spoilers. I heard it was the worst Avengers ever. You did? No, actually, I've heard the exact opposite. I was going to say, I haven't heard anything <laughs> bad about it. No, in fact, I think it's got like a nine out of 10 rating, which is well, unheard of for most movies. I'm looking forward to it and I'm excited for it. But Joss Whedon was not involved in this one. And so I'm a little skeptical because he is the master of the Avengers movies. So if he's involved in either the writing or the directing, I'm on board. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm kind of like, eh, well, we'll see. You know, it's probably going to be okay. I have not yet seen one of the Marvel movies that I hated. I've enjoyed I've every Marvel that. movie, but I'm kind of at a point now where, and we were talking about this, like with Black Panther and some of the other movies that eventually they started to become kind of similar. Mm-hmm. They had the same, you know, structure outline skeleton, yeah. you know, of the story. And I, it was becoming predictable. I don't know. Maybe that's because that's the uh, uh, the analyst in me, you know, because I used to analyze TV shows and movies all the time, <laughs> but it just became predictable. So I was not surprised or even, wow, that was amazing. It was more of, yep, that's what I expected. Cool. So I'm going in with that expectation of it's going to be the same. And if it's not, then I'll, I'll be surprised. It'll yeah. be great. And if it is, yeah. then I'll enjoy it. It'll just be nice. It'll be fun either way. So, so booyah. Same guy. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be great. I did see Rampage. Is Booyah come back? You saw it? Rampage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing it. I've, I've been saying Booyah for years. I never stopped <laughs> saying that, you know? To me, that's just one of those things you should never stop saying. It just makes no sense whatsoever. I uh, played the video game Rampage when I was a kid. How was you? the movie? Well, I liked it. I mean, but I didn't expect much. I expected a video game movie. Yeah. It was great. But I you mean, enjoyed it's it. The Rock, dude. You know, this is funny. I've seen reviews. You know, The Rock gets in a way of a great movie. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That's the whole point. <laughs> if you didn't have The Rock, the movie would be cheesy. Yeah. And with The Rock, it just, you know, kind of balances it out. It's perfect. <laughs> That's hilarious. People I've never so heard that. 
It's so <laughs> funny. It's like, what a dumb review. I mean, it's not going to win awards and it's not going to steal your hearts. It's not going <laughs> to make you cry. It's no Harry Potter. No, but I mean, it was fun. It was great. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's worth seeing if you want a good action. You know what I liked about it? So if you remember like the, the early nineties movies, the rock, you know, when, when, uh, what was it? Bruckheimer and Don Simpson. Remember him? Jerry Bruckheimer and Don were, Simpson. Yeah, they were, they were in their heyday in the nineties. Yeah. The and then 90s. Don Simpson died, unfortunately, and they didn't do a lot, but they used to do a lot of military movies. They did the rock and they did crimson tide. And did they do, um, yeah, they did days of thunder. Yeah. I'm just trying to think uh, of some of those movies that were just, that wasn't really military. Good. I'm just saying, well, I know, but they did a lot uh, of that where it was just, I mean, it, you actually felt like you were there with the military. It was well done. You know, the cinematography was great before things kind of went weird. Didn't they kind of start the whole goofy thing that, that at the time was cool. But now that I'm older, I look back and watch those movies and go, Oh really? Where they, they show a big flight deck with like an SR 71 parked next to an <laughs> Apache helicopter. Parked I think next it was no F 15. And, and it's like, no. it's like, wow, those are cool. Look at those cool jets. And you're like, they don't ever do that. That's no, because not- Don Simpson and uh, what's his name? Tony Scott, they did top gun. They did, you know, they kept things fairly in top gun. They did. Yeah, they didn't. But even in, I mean, even in the rock, it was relatively realistic. Well, I'm not in the military, I, so I don't know. But <laughs> the Rock was a great movie, oh, by the way. But I'm just saying stuff like that. Con Air, the one I was going to say, Nicolas Cage. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah. Just I'm thinking of those kind of old school action movies. They've really Face changed. Off. Yeah, they've changed action movies today. I mean, it's completely Broken different. Arrow. It's either nowadays they're just stupid cheesy movies or they're all about like cyber war, yeah. which is fine, right? <laughs> And so Rampage was like a little bit of the hearkening back to that old military style. Oh, nice. Um, huh. Which I thought was kind of cool. So it was almost like a, a, a nod to the 90s era of that video. Was that a 90s video game or an 80s? I don't even know. Uh, late 80s. Okay. So it's kind of hearkening back to that era a little bit, but it was still modern. It was good. Nice. Yeah. But we'll talk Avengers cool. next week. Yes. <laughs> you know, everybody's waiting for After it. After we see it. Did you know? Um, well, t- okay. Really quickly. So because today's Star Wars day. I want to do a nod to uh, finally, finally, I mean, it's taken me like two years to get through this show, Star Wars Rebels. I'm finally in the final season of Star Wars Rebels. Holy crap. Is that a good show? Really? I mean, it's it's a cartoon. Yeah. I mean, it starts off like a kid's cartoon. And so, I mean, I think that's why it took me two years to get through it because I'm like, eh, it's okay. Uh, And that's like season one. And then if you can get through at least the first half, if not even the first three quarters of season one, you start to go, oh, they're, they're going somewhere with this. Mm-hmm. Then season two, you start to go, hmm, you're not making this for kids anymore. Like this is really kind of moving towards here's what Star Wars should be doing, but isn't kind of thing. And uh, huh. oh my gosh, you get towards the end of season three and into season four. And it's like, I feel like I'm watching basically Rogue One except cartoon. Huh. It's just great. It is leading up to Rogue One. They, they have Saw Gerrera in it. Mon Mothma, all those. I mean, they've they've done a really cool job kind of tying it all together. So very, very huge kudos to those who created that. Cool. Anyway, I just wanted That's to throw to a nod. And guess what, dude? Cobra Kai is out this week. Oh, has it started? Yeah, it started. Well, the whole season's streaming on YouTube Red. So for those who don't know what Cobra Kai, well, Cobra Kai is the dojo, you know, the 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 gang dojo, the evil dojo in Karate Kid. Uh-huh. Karate Kid, you know, came out in 1984. This is a continuation of that 34 years later. It does feature the original Johnny Lawrence, the original Daniel LaRusso and other things. And it's kind of like modern day, you know, here's where they're at today and here's what's (laughs) going on. And it's interesting. They still hate each other. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. And what I don't understand is that it's 34 years ago, dude. Why are you still letting that affect you? You were kids. (laughs) It's over. Get over it. Oh, some people need counseling. Yeah. Yeah, but still, I mean, it makes for a good drama. (laughs) Have you seen any of it yet, though? I've watched the first 12 minutes of the first episode. How was it? Okay, fair enough. Well, it's great so far. And actually, I was like, dang it, I I gotta go. And I didn't want to turn it off. So that's a good sign. (laughs) Yeah. Usually, I'm like, "Eh, you know, it's good. (laughs) Next week, fill us in on, uh, once you've had time to watch at least one full episode, fill us in on it. Yeah. What I really like about it, and they were talking about this in in like a three-minute extra special on their YouTube channel. So it's YouTube red. And the only way that you're going to be able to watch it is if you have YouTube red or if you have YouTube TV. Okay. Otherwise it's pay only, which is stupid, but um, otherwise it's wait till it comes out on DVD and get it on Netflix. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. What they did is they took like film from the original 
movie at the very end when when Johnny's fighting Daniel, you know, uh-huh. but they kind of changed it in a way that it was almost like you were rooting for Johnny, which was really weird how they did this. Uh-huh. And they took some never seen before footage that was filmed, but they just never used in the original movie. You know, at the end, when when Daniel kicks Johnny in the in the chin, basically, mm-hmm. they did a really With sweet crane or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's this the Tai Chi move or whatever. It there's is. this sweet close up of him getting kicked and like, you know, blood and spit flying everywhere that they use that they filmed, but never used. Oh, and so they used uh. that. Well, I'm not going to go in anymore, but they did a really, really good job of kind of tying it to. Wow, this is about Johnny. This story is about so they, Johnny. OK, so they kind of turned Daniel into the into the antagonist and made Johnny the yes. protagonist in that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Huh? Which I think is take fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Take a shot of coffee or espresso espresso. So we have to take a shot of we're, our tea. We're drinking tea. Yeah. We'll take a shot of tea. Um, yeah. Mine's really been hot. So I've been trying to let it cool down so I don't like burn my lips off or mine's like the perfect <laughs> temperature. Oh, that's You know how like when you drink something hot and your lips melt off and you have to like regrow them. Yeah. It's, it's annoying. And your tongue too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I hate regrowing my tongue. I know. Can we talk about chocolate? Always. Can we? Anytime. <laughs> I'm sorry you're not here, Captain Influence. Yeah. Last Save week, some for next week, please. I will. Last week we talked about the uh, <laughs> the chocolate from Amanda, and Amanda talked. So first of all, from the picture, if you look at that red logo, what do you think that says? Alter ego, but I know it says alter yeah. ego. Doesn't it look like a G? Yeah. So I thought it said alter ego as well because it does look like a G. I get it, and I'm like, oh, that's eco. <laughs> So the chocolate is alter eco, not ego. So for those of you ah. looking for like, I don't have any alter ego uh, chocolate, you know, superhero chocolate. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> so we found it alter eco and uh, she was talking about the deep, dark, salted brown butter last week. Oh my goodness. And then this mm, other one is uh, a deep, dark and salted. Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> now for, for you here uh, experiencing this sheer terror, uh-huh. this is grass-fed butter, which means it's actually healthy for you. And it's all organic ingredients in here. They do use cane sugar, but it's actually not that, you know, sugary, which is great. So everything in here is like healthy for you. I'm so excited. And then this one, we got an extra one just for fun and it's dark coconut toffee. So it's butter and sea salt, crunchy and toasted with toffee in it. So I figure here you can just do the honors and, you know, have, have some and try it. You got to see which one you like and And I brought other chocolate just for munching on. I have one here from Theo, which is ginger, 70% dark, which is awesome. We have nuance, of course. I have a white. This was supposed to go in the peppermint hot chocolate. We haven't just made it yet. So it's just white chocolate, which is so good. So whatever. We have big plans for this holiday I can almost (laughs) taste it. Okay, I'm trying the brown butter. Okay, tell me what you think. I think it's fantastic, though. I was... Oh, your face. If we could be doing video right now. I know. Oh, yeah. It just melts in your mouth. And it's really creamy the way that they've put it together. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. How much? What's the percentage? That's 70% for that one. It's perfect. The other one's a 47, I believe, for the toffee. Now, I want to share another thing that I just heard about, and it's Hu Chocolate, H-U. And apparently they have a Chinese restaurant, like Hu Chinese or Hu Kitchen or something like that. But it's Hu Chocolate. The only sugar they use is coconut palm sugar, which actually is not that bad for you. It has a very low glycemic index. So for those of you who are sensitive to sugar or don't want that sugar, that's actually really good for you. Or, well, I mean, you know, in moderation, of course, but they have a, what they call cashew butter with pure vanilla bean, dark chocolate that they use. And they, I mean, the ingredients in this stuff is amazing. I was actually looking at some of the ingredients on these and and just going, wow, but you can only order them. And I was going to see if I could get some in time next week for uh, when you're here, Tony, but I don't think so. Okay. That's, it just may not fine. happen. Nope. I, anyway, so I'm, I I'm love chocolate, but I'm not though. a chocolate fanatic. So, well, and, and for me, it's more of just trying new things and having fun, but yeah, we got to try but some. the coffee, the coffee. Yeah. We're roasting you some. That's right. It's going to be good. Have mm-hmm. you tried the chocolate bar that has potato chips in it? No. Oh, it's so What good. is it? You get it at whole foods. I can't remember the name. Sorry, I have my mouth. No, full that's of great. I, I should be eating. I haven't been eating any yet, so I'm going to try some in a minute. It's just a chocolate bar with crushed up potato chips in it, and oh, it's so, so good. good. It's very wow. good. I'll bring us, and that makes okay. sense because okay. chocolate and salt go well together. Yeah, yeah, but the potato chip just really <laughs> puts it over the. top. Is it the crunch or is it the flavor as well? Both. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, because I mean, you you do think that. Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> I said it. Interesting. Sometimes, you know, you think people do fries and milkshakes. 
I love that. So too. it's that salt mm. sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. So chips, McDonald's and fries, and a strawberry milkshake. Ooh, I hardly ever partake, yeah. but the when once every do. five years <laughs> that I do, it's fantastic. You know, Lark Burger to me is is like where it's well, Lark Burger and um, Smash Burger. I love their fries. Oh, me too. Because mm-hmm. they've got those olive oil truffle fries and the truffle ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not Five Guys. I can't stand I can't their either. fries because it's just eating a bag of grease. Yeah. I hate it. Have you, I love them. <laughs> well, <laughs> they taste good. And then about an hour later, you, you just have a tummy. You ache. regret your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tummy ache is one thing. Holy cow. Yeah. I ate there twice in my life and both times I, I regretted it. Mm-hmm. But it, it is. It's. I think it's the peanut oil because they uh-huh. cook it in peanut oil. They just yeah. put too much in it. So See, I love it. And I love that they're like mushy and soggy. Yeah. I mean, they do taste good. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But I just like, yeah. Maybe if you go in with like, you know, an abundance of probiotics and apple cider vinegar, you'd probably be fine. But. <laughs> you just did like a cleanse for the week. So you can eat five then guys. You immediately cleanse because you will cleanse. Right after after yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know, we, so Sarah made this seafood soup. Yeah. Uh, stew chowder thingy with duck feet, something like that. With the, with the woman's face. It, <laughs> I was going to say, I was starting to sing that in my head. You know where I'm going with this one. It's it had a chicken's head with duck's feet. And, and a, a woman's, woman's face, face too. Yeah. So you can do a chowder. So you have the cream base with the chowder and everything. And then you can do the, I guess it's more of a vegetable broth or a beef broth sort of base. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all kinds of different, you know, wild caught seafood cooked into Yum. it with lots of vegetables and other great, amazing things. And I've been eating that. You know, what's amazing is I feel so good afterwards and it tastes so good. That's the best. Yeah. There's been some good recipes that Sarah's been going after. She's been like, I'm gonna try this one. And she did this thing called fathead pizza, which uh, essentially is, it's actually really good. Uh, it doesn't have any gluten in the crust. You basically make the crust with crushed cauliflower and cheese and oh, other stuff. Yum. And then you just put, you know, whatever you want to put on top, you know, yeah. ideally it's healthy stuff on the top, but it tastes really good. It actually tastes very close to real pizza. Yum. So it's worth it. I found a recipe on allrecipes.com for a feta spinach flatbread pizza type of thing. And you just take a, take a little flatbread pita like thing, you know, mm-hmm. you get at the grocery store and, and you spread um, classico uh, sun-dried tomato pesto on it mm. for your sauce. And then you, cover that with uh, Parmesan cheese, not mozzarella, oh, Parmesan cheese. And then you cover that with shredded spinach. And then you cover that with chopped onions and tomatoes, whatever other vegetable or meat toppings you want. I just do vegetables in this case. So onion and, and Roman, romaine tomato. What, what's that? Roma tomato? tomato? Yeah, Roma. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking romaine lettuce with yeah. the E. coli outbreak. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Roma, Roma tomato. Cover that with feta cheese and you mm. bake it. Oh, and then you drizzle it with olive oil and you bake oh, it yeah. at 350 for so like good. 10 minutes. It's so good. It's, yeah. it's healthier, you know, and it's not, you know, it's a decent sized serving. So it's not like you're going to overeat. And My yeah, it turns out really watering. good every time. I feel like it's time for the real Brian shows recipe, you know, like sharing. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Like maybe we should start posting stuff like this on Instagram. I don't even know. Some, yeah. Something where we can I've just start plenty. sharing. I've got yeah, plenty. that'd be really cool. We'll and then other like listeners can share their recipes. Yeah. And, I like this. And then so, we'll open a restaurant. I'm no, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. You can post it. Pizza. That's all, you know. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. I have to share something funny. First of all, it's NBA playoff season. I love basketball. I play as much as I can. It's something that I do because, well, here's kind of what I've learned about basketball, basketball, something like that, that really intense, vigorous, you know, exercise that cardio is great for stress relief and, you know, heart palpitations like I've been having stuff like that. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finding something you really can enjoy massages kind of work too, you know, biking's good stuff like that. But I found that tension for me, like going and doing any kind of a resistance training, weightlifting Pilates, something like that. I enjoy Pilates because it's a lot of social time too, but I actually do push it, but I don't enjoy pushing muscles. Uh-huh. Never have, you know, I know it's good for me. I do it. I try to do it regularly, but I really don't enjoy it. Basketball it's is one like of those things. Job. Yeah, exactly. It is a job. You know, basketball is one of those things where I can play for hours and just lose track of time. That's awesome. And not realize that I'm about ready to pass out. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. So we've been watching good big time on uh, NBA playoffs this year, which I, you know, I did two years ago and then I didn't even think about it last year for whatever reason. It was weird. And I've been playing NBA 2K18, which is 
a nice game. It's awesome. It's I created fun. my myself on there and I play for Phoenix, the Suns, nice. because I'm a Phoenix Sun. <laughs> you know, I've always been a Suns fan, even though they, they really sucked this year. <laughs> it was terrible. But anyway, so, you know, I, I created the all-star team. I have like mm-hmm. classics from the 70s and 80s and ni- Michael Jordan's on the team. You know, I mean, it's it's like an all-star team. That's awesome. We're totally destroying everybody else. But I mean, why not? Come on. I just want to have fun. So I've always been number seven. That's my number. Mm-hmm. Even though Kevin Johnson was number seven, I stole his thing. So I've kind of been nerding out about, you know, basketball, watching the NBA jerseys. I love jerseys. You remember this. I talked about this yeah, back in October. Like yeah. I love jerseys. They're fun. I never, you know, I never got to wear them until recently. It's funny because people are saying, yeah, you know, uh, watching basketball doesn't actually like improve your game. Really? It actually kind of does. <laughs> I could think I imagine it must, especially if you watch it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You watch some of these guys, the way they do things, you know, the, the way that they'll dribble around somebody or fake someone out or do any kind of moves and stuff. And I thought I'm going to try this. And so I did and it worked. That's awesome. It was amazing. Really? Yeah. And I realized I still have, you know, skills that I had when I was younger that I haven't lost, which is crazy. That's awesome. But then this was funny. So with the whole sciatic thing, all the injury, everything else, you know, I, I'm not as balanced as I used to be because certain muscles just don't work anymore, but I've been really trying to compensate and strengthen up again. Sciatic's getting better. So we're playing a game. There's it's three on three. And one of the guys is a CSU student should be on the team. Actually, he was that good. And he kept driving on all of us. I mean, just like, I, I can't stop this guy. Honestly, it was, it was ridiculous. I mean, he was even driving on another guy who's really good. Uh-huh. And usually you don't drive on him kind of thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm tired of trying to block this guy because he'd switch hands in midair, you know, and lay it up and fake it and pump. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Finally, I'm, I'm standing in the middle of the lane and I'm like, no, you know, like, <laughs> like Neo in the Matrix. You uh, shall not pass. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you shall not. He probably would have stopped and be like, what the crap, man? Yeah. <laughs> but I just stood there, took the charge. Typically, when you take a charge, you get knocked down. Uh huh. And I was totally expecting to get knocked down. Probably shouldn't have done that with, you know, the whole recent recovery. Uh huh. This guy literally bounced off of me. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Holy crap. It was so it's like boom. All of a sudden, he's just laying there on the ground. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's so funny. I regained some strength and balance. So let me just say this as an encouragement or whatever to any of you who are dealing with pain or injury or whatever. It is possible to recover. Yeah, definitely. And I know a lot of people who just think they have to live with it for the rest of their lives. And I don't agree with that. So, That's so cool. It's very work past it. Yeah. Some injuries are permanent. That's fine. But, you know, you really can compensate. Maybe you're not going to be out taking charges in basketball. That's fine. But I'm saying, you know, whatever you used to do, <laughs> there's got to be ways to try to find ways of overcoming. Yeah. yeah. And respark so, that. Yeah. Oh, and in honor, excitement. Well, I, I get to show you share terror. So in honor of, you know, my, my game that I'm on uh-huh. and also just the fact that the Phoenix suns need help. Uh huh. I've been invited to come play for the suns as their newest recruit. So let me, let me show you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Look at this. Oh my goodness. It's a Phoenix suns Jersey, but you know, it's got real Brian on the back. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be, uh, wait, where did you get that? Well, I just got drafted by the Phoenix Suns, so we're moving down to Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At the end of the summer. That's so cool. Yeah. When are we going to do the they show? Saw, <laughs> they saw you take that charge and they're like, they're just dang. like, dang, this guy. We need somebody that's yeah. that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Phoenix Suns had the third worst record this year in the history of the NBA. So that's how desperate they are. Oh, no. Wow. I'm not drafted. I wish I were. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. No, Aren't I, the Denver Nuggets day. usually really bad too? They were better than the Suns this year. Well, and what's really cool is I, I created my character on NBA 2K18 to look just like me. Uh-huh. That's what his jersey says, is exactly what that is right Real there. Brian. Yeah, it says That's Real awesome. Brian on the back. And um, he wears a black, like, compression shirt underneath, like a short sleeve one. Uh-huh. And I happen to have a black short sleeve compression shirt. You and could I'm be like, your own character exactly. for Halloween. So I'm going to be like, look, there I am. And then I'm going to, like, you know, put it on and take a picture side by side. And Here we're going to do, am. you know, video. Yeah. It'll just be fun. I mean... Totally, <laughs> totally nerding out. That's all I got to say. Some of you are like, oh my gosh, this is so, uh, uh. Can I tell you my favorite thing about basketball? Yeah. That you don't have to watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> when That'd be mine. Yeah. Their shoes squeak. Oh yeah. I love that noise. Isn't that a cool sound? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I used to love that sound too. Mm-hmm. It's actually, for me, it's soothing, which is really weird. I just like it. It's so 
squeaky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to agree. I don't mind that sound for whatever reason. I, I, I've noticed it as well on the handful of times I've watched basketball, especially when I was yeah. younger, when I watched it more just because I was forced to. But yeah, I've, I've always kind of like, I agree with you with that. I like the, the squeaking sound. Yeah, yeah, it's weirdly soothing. And it does too when we play. Because we play on an actual court. Really? Yeah, inside. And it's the same thing. Our, you hear the same exact squeaking. And I'm like, yeah, so it's not just like a, you know, NBA thing only. Yeah. I don't like for playing. You don't like playing at all? No. I mean, have you ever played at all? I actually, in the fifth grade, went to a basketball camp for a week in the summer. Didn't do that great. And then I would play sometimes in high school with my friends. And one time I threw the ball to the hoop and it hit the rim and came back and smacked me in the face. Oh, so yeah, I understand. I'm not the most athletic. I mean, I'm athletic as far as if there's not a bat or a ball involved, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm just not very athletic. I understand. <laughs> That's the only sport I can play. I mean, I played soccer when I was younger and I was terrible at it. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't very good. And I started playing basketball and realized oh, I'm actually pretty good at this game, but that's I was, about I was it. Okay. The only thing I've ever been really good at was, and not even really good. And the only thing I've ever been proficient at was hacky sack. Oh, that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah. I've always thought that was so impressive because they make it look so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because I remember like it, when, you know, in, in PE and you get picked for all the sports, I was always one of the last people to get picked. Me I was too. Just not very good. I would miss the ball trying to kick the ball and kick ball. Oh, I hate a kick ball. <laughs> I'd miss it. But in basketball, I got chosen first. Well, not first, but in the in the first round. No, but everything else, I just sucked. Yeah, so they all well, you know, you can just like dunk it, but I I can't jump high. I can jump far. That was the thing. I could never <laughs> do the the high jump. I would always knock the bar off. You know, you, you know, like the high jump bar. Like uh-huh. it would be like the quivering high jump bar because I would always knock it. Uh, you could do it. the long jump. Long jump, I'd win. I think mm. it's because you're so tall that to get far is easy, but to get high, like that's a lot of body. You got to get all the way up and then all the way down, you know, way down to the ground for me. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, yeah, I don't know. And I know that that's, but I'm also a sprinter versus like a long distance runner. Uh So like in the mile, I'd always come in last, but if we did shuttle runs or sprints, I would be one of the first two. So I don't know. I mean, we're all made different. That's the beautiful part, but I think that I don't know, whatever. I just can't jump. I can't dunk. I'd love to dunk. I wish I could. I wish I could reverse dunk, you know, pump, triple, 360, flip. What, triple lux. The, the only... Yeah, yeah um, exactly. The sow cow dunk. The only axle. basketball player I know of is Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Plays for the Thunder. What? Mm-hmm. Jordan didn't want any of that? Never heard of Larry Bird or... I mean, <laughs> yeah, Barkley. I guess I have. Yeah, <laughs> I so just... Easy. What do you know about <laughs> Russell? Well, Russell, my ex-boyfriend was obsessed with him and then I liked him because he's pretty fashionable. Yeah. He's pretty good friends with Anna Wintour, actually. Oh, the editor of Vogue. So he's he's pretty good player too. He's got skills. Yeah. I went, I've been to one basketball game in my life and it was actually the Nuggets versus Thunder Thunder. and Mm. yeah, the Nuggets were terrible. Yeah. That's funny because the only professional basketball game I've ever been to in my life was the Nuggets, uh, in the mid eighties sometime my dad took me. Oh, I don't Alex remember, remember English. What, but they had like yeah, they had Alex English yeah. and uh what was the other guy that had the funny name? Anyway. Yeah. Oh wait, I also know about that one basketball player. Who was the one? He was always getting under people's skin because he dressed Dennis crazy. Dennis Rodman? Yeah. yeah. He's cool, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's cool, but I don't okay. know if he was good. Cool. What's he up to? <laughs> I you know, I was actually wondering that the other day because you 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 know, watching watching basketball the announcers continually say, Hey, you remember when Dennis Rodman played this game at this playoff and did this? And you're like, man, what's going on with him? So yeah. I was just wondering that hmm. he just, just shuttles back that. and forth between here and North Korea lately. And Oh, uh, so you know he's, what's he's, going on. He, well, not really. I mean, I, I just, the only times that I ever see Rodman in the news anymore within the last 10 years or so is he's good buddies with Kim Jong-un. Ah. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. That, that wouldn't yeah. surprise me. They're, they're homies. Interesting. <laughs> That's not boss. My mind was just blown. Yeah. The suck of all sucks. Now I didn't even know he had friends. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure he's going to come uh, after me. Now. Yeah, he's like, I'm coming. I've got you and we're targeting. Come at me. Targeting you. Yeah. <laughs> There's this rookie that's playing for the jazz right now. That is just unbelievable and has exploded and everybody's kind of blown away. And his name's Mitchell, right? Donovan Mitchell. And the nuggets drafted him this year and really? got rid of him. 
Why? You got rid of like a guy who is becoming like an ultimate superstar. He's probably going to be get rookie of the year. And they got rid of him. Yeah. Drafted him and got rid of him. So I don't understand why teams do what they do honestly anymore. It was at the end of the game. There were, I don't know, six seconds left. One of the guys grabbed it. Another guy wrapped his arms around the ball and grabbed it, which is a jump ball. Mm -hmm. Stops the clock. You you know what I mean? And the ref was standing right, literally three feet from it, looking right at it. Wouldn't blow the whistle. Let the time run out. And the guy's like, dude, this was a jump ball. Wouldn't call it. And even the commentators were like, yeah, that was exactly a jump ball. Why didn't he call it? And did he ever say? Just didn't feel like it anymore. You start to wonder how are these refs getting paid off? I mean, what's going on? And I honestly don't know. I really, I want to believe that the NBA is genuine sportsmanship and they're actually playing to win and they're not trying to throw a game or they're not, you know, paying refs Mm -hmm. to throw a game or something. I just want to believe that it's not that way, but I don't know. Well, I'd hate to find out otherwise because then it'll ruin it. I know. Yeah. Fat Lever. That was the guy's name in the Nuggets that I was trying to remember. Fat Lever. I don't even remember him. Yeah. Wow. He played with Alex English. His first name was Fat? Fat, yeah. Like F-A-T? Yep. Oh. Hmm. Speaking of the heart palpitations, playing basketball, you know, remember how I was talking about the old cardiologist and how they were saying stress has no like effect or impact on the heart? They said that. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Even Sarah heard that. So it was funny because he said that to me the first time. Interestingly, he gave me three minutes. You know, you wait for 45 minutes. He gives you three minutes of his time and then walks out. Mm-hmm. So then Sarah's like, I got to see this for myself. I want to go to this next, you know, meeting or whatever. Um, so I went back for the follow up and Sarah asked the question, how much of a role does stress play on the heart and the heart health? Uh-huh. And he's like, ah, none. She's like, excuse me. That no. And I'm like, this is a legitimate doctor that's like recommended here, you know, in the area. And I thought this is ridiculous. He obviously just doesn't want to talk to us. Like he doesn't want to be there. And so I'm starting to see this happen way too much, you know, where doctors are getting, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I really don't like it. It feels to me like it's about money, pharmaceuticals, you know, and just they're getting caught up in whatever it is that's pulling them away from why they got into it in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, it's refreshing to talk to mango because she's got such a passion for helping people, but I don't experience that. Regarding that whole stress answer, it would would be just as easy for him to give a short answer in the positive. If, if, if all he was trying to do was just not want to talk to you, you know, like he could just as easily have said, yeah, it's huge and not elaborated, you know, know, then a patient's going to be like, Oh my gosh. So what do I do? What do I do? You know? And then because it's just so ridiculous to right. Yeah. Why? Or does he think he's lying or is he just that terrible of a doctor? I, I mean, I legitimately have no clue where that, where he would even (laughs) think that that was even, I mean, is he in an alternate universe? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Have you never been stressed in your life? Doctor? Well, you know, but even then it's like, that's like one oh one. Or it should be. I know you. Well, but we take that for granted. We all quote unquote know that stress has an impact on your heart health because that's what we've been taught all our lives from multiple different sources. Yeah. I'd love to hear more of why he says that, you know, is there, and, 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 and Mango's already debunked this. I'm just really curious as to what his elaboration would be on that take because yeah. it's so 180 degrees opposite of what we all quote unquote, know about the effect of stress on the heart. Well, and here's the other thing too. He said that grains and sugars have no effect on the heart, but that, you know, animal products do. And -hmm. I thought that's a very old school way of thinking because yeah, some animal products might impact your heart. If you're eating crappy fats, you know, McDonald's meat, that kind of thing. But grains and sugars also very much do affect your heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Oh my god! Is gosh. this guy like eighty years old or something? No, I mean he's older, but or he's 12. not old. <laughs> yeah, 12. I mean, honestly, I would think he's in his fifties. I just feel like oh, that okay. would be a doctor saying, "If you ask, do smoking cigarettes cause cancer?" And they're like, "No, you're fine. Well, they have no correlation." <laughs> yeah, same thing, yeah. But that's been proven. That's a good analogy. But hasn't stress related to heart problems? Well, so the American Heart Association, as we talked about, you know, a couple of months ago, passed that, you know, coconut oil is now going to harm our hearts. Yeah. Well, I which knew is that because- So they're telling us to eat corn. What, what was it? Uh, vegetable oil. Eat Whoa. vegetable canola oil, oil and canola oil. That's both. That's horrible for us. Mm. But they're saying you need to eat more vegetable and, and But isn't oils. it because coconut oil was- Hard at High room temperature. Fat. Yeah. Yes, it is, but it's a good saturated fat. Mm, okay. But 
I don't know, dude. I don't know who to believe, honestly. Well, I know that's how I feel. That's the problem. Trust because, no one. Well, I, so the reason exactly. I'm saying this is JP Sears did a hilarious video on that. If you ever want to go look at that, it's it's really tongue in cheek, and it. I mean, he's attacking. <laughs> Through humor, of course. Yes. The American Heart Association. Coconuts are imported. We don't make money off that. Uh We do make money off of corn. (laughs) Yeah. And vegetable oil is created out of corn. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're going to push eat vegetable oil because that's where the money's made. I don't know. I mean, is that where they're making their money? Are they in bed with the the corn growers? I don't know. But that was his theory. And I thought, well, I mean, that actually makes more sense than coconut oil is bad for us. I should ask my stepbrother. He used to be a really high up in the American Heart Association. And most of what they say is actually pretty good. So, you know, I don't know why they come. This just made no sense. But I was deciding I'm going to go back and see the cardiologist that I used to see that I liked. He was in the area. He moved down to Boulder. You know, so I'm like, I don't want to drive to Boulder. So that's when I went and saw this other guy that told me stress doesn't impact the heart. Uh I said, forget this. I'm driving to Boulder. I don't care. So drive to Boulder to see this guy. He's with an practice was in an old clinic, basically an uh-huh. old medical facility. Everybody there was super rude, super angry, super bitter. It was a very weird thing, but he's great. He spent, you know, 40 something minutes with me and huh. he said, you know, let's, let's order like a Holter monitor. And a lot of people have had those mm-hmm. and you, you know, you do this for like 48 hours and it records your heart rhythm. So they did that, you know, through the channels, of course, it takes three weeks for them to collect the data and then transmit the information down to Boulder to his. And well, then he moved to a new office, a new clinic. So it didn't get transferred. It was just like the six week ridiculous process of trying to get him the records. Finally, they say, just come in. We need to see you. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I don't want to drive down to Boulder. When anymore. was this? So this was Friday. This was oh, last okay, Friday. Okay. Yeah. One, one Got week it. ago. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to drive down to Boulder and I'm going to see him. And you know, Fridays in Colorado, it's rush hour all day long, right? Yes. Yeah. So, it, you know, it just takes a while to get anywhere. Everybody. Oh, my gosh. I think I had 20 counts that I actually counted of significant road rage from men and women. Oh, my goodness. Against mm. me and against other people. And I mean, you know, not just the honk and the flip off like these people were. I thought they were going to shoot somebody. Oh, my goodness. Huh. Like, Man, what is with everybody today? <laughs> so that, that was my first experience of the day. <laughs> I'm like Northern just, Colorado. I just traffic. wanted a peaceful yeah. drive through the mountains, you know. Huh. Anyway, so I get down there and I arrive on time, which is great. You know, I'm I'm not always on time. For those of you who know me well, I'm on time. <laughs> this is exciting, right? And I get there and I'm standing in line and I'm standing in line and they have this really weird, complicated check-in process. First of all, you have to sign in on a sheet, even though they can see you, so that they can take your. It's like take a number kind of thing, uh-huh. which is like totally old school. So I stand there for exactly 11 minutes, which is really not that long of time. But when you're standing to check in 11 minutes is ridiculous. It usually takes me less than a minute everywhere I go. Yeah. So it took me 11 minutes before I was officially checked in on the record. I'm 11 minutes late to my appointment, even though I was there on time. I sat there for another hour and I'm like, what is going on? The entire waiting room had been called twice over. What? Why haven't they? How come they haven't called me? So I go up and I'm like, you know, I'm just, did I miss my name or something? Yeah. What's going on? They're like, you've been called yeah. yet? Like, no. And they said, let me, let me find out. So they call back and I, you know, his staff, whatever it is, nursing, who knows his staff was like, well, you know, he was a half an hour late and they're like, <laughs> no, he was on time. And they said he checked in, you know, at two twenty six. Yeah. But he was here at two fifteen. Like these are the people that checked me in and said he was here on time. Well, we're not right. going to see him. What? And are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? And she said, they're not, they're not willing to see you because you were late. And I'm like, what? I said, were they just That's not going to tell crazy. me? They're just going to let me sit out here. Yeah. And, yeah. As normally they, if you're le- like, if you are legitimately late, like if I'm late to come see you, if I'm half an hour late, they're going to tell me we got to reschedule. Yeah. That's on me. I was late. It's but my But they fault. also would not be rude about it either. They'd be like, no, you know, she can't get you in. But also if you showed up and no one checked you in and it showed that you were late and I didn't come get you for 15 minutes, that would be on us. We would give yeah. you if we had to reschedule, we'd give you a complimentary service. We would yeah. be so apologetic because things do happen, Yeah, but we would never put that on you. No. And not to mention that I have actually showed up late before shown, sorry, shown up late before mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> and this was, this was a while ago, uh-huh. but I remember that I was, I was on my way and I got a call and uh-huh. they said, you know, are you coming? And I said, I'm so sorry. I'm almost there. Okay. No problem. We'll let Morgan know. Uh-huh. And it was fine, but I have actually been to, another appointment years ago where I was like 25 minutes late and it was, and they said, we're going to have to reschedule. And yeah. I was like, okay. I, I mean, I was frustrated, but it's like, okay, it's my fault. I get it. Yeah. 
but I was on time to this. So they wouldn't reschedule or I'm sorry, they wouldn't see me. And it was the weirdest thing. And, and um, so she called back and said, no, no, he was on time. And I could hear the girl like yelling, screaming at oh this, goodness. you know, front office girl who was really, really nice and yeah. helping me. And they're just like, we refuse to see him. He was late. We're not going to see him. You know, first of all, I forgot about this. This is, this is where it started. So the first phone call was they called back. What's going on? Oh, well, the doctor had actually had to leave for the day. That was what they first said. So he's not even in the office. And then she hung up and told me that. And I said, wait, what? So why would he leave? You know, I drove down to Boulder. It was an hour and a half drive for me. Call him in. (laughs) Call him back. I don't care. This is ridiculous. You know, I said, how come nobody told me anything? So she said, let me call back again. That's when they said, well, he was a half an hour late. We won't see him. That's when she was yelling, you know, Um, and she said, they're really pissed at me for whatever reason. And I said, why are they pissed at you? What did you do? She's like, I don't know. They're really angry. She said, let me go back and talk to them. So then they go back and they're like, well, he is here. Well, why did you tell me that he had left? Well, because they were trying to get rid of you. Oh, that's, that's what she told me. Cow. And so they refused to see me and they said, well, he's here, but it's his decision. The doctor decided not to see you. He doesn't want to see you because you were late. And I said, but I wow. kept saying, but I was on time. And they said, no, I know, but they won't listen to me. They will not believe me that you were on time. And I'm so like, wait, and the doctor said this because he's really cool. Like I I've never seen him and I've, you know, I've seen him for years. I've never experienced him act like that. And she said, I know neither have I, that's really weird to me. Uh huh. So then mm. she said, I'm going to go get my supervisor. Then the supervisor. Wow. Went back. She was really going to bat for you. Oh, yeah. she was, it was amazing. And I like kudos to her big time. Yeah. Um, usually the front people are the ones that are angry. Yeah. And yeah. they were just like all over helping. It was amazing. So the supervisor gets chewed out by the nursing staff and they, she came up to me and she's like, I am, man, they're just like ripping me a new one. And I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, they will not see you. They insist you were late. They will not believe the fact that you were on time, even though we we have evidence you were on time. (laughs) They will not actually believe it. And, and I said, I cannot believe that, you know, this doctor would would like write that off. And then she, she goes, Oh, I don't think he knows about it. And I'm like, dude, nobody oh. is getting the story, right? Oh my goodness. They're just all lying. And she said, I'm so sorry. You know, at this point I'd waited an hour and a half and she said, here's my card. Here's my number. Here's patient representative, like call them. And I said, I just want the doctor to call me. I said, yeah. I don't even want to come back down. I'm you not want to know what's wrong. Yeah. So I called left a message for patient representative. Never heard back. Doctor called me on Monday, left a brief message, sounded really short and kind of frustrated. Uh huh. He's like, and this is what he said. Well, sorry, we missed each other. Oh, really? You're like, you were just hiding back there. (laughs) I had seven people trying to get you. (laughs) I mean, thankfully I didn't pay and you know, that's, they didn't charge me or anything, but still weird. I want to send them a bill for my still don't know what the results of your test were. Well, they're like, oh, it's unremarkable. Everything's fine. Why did they say we need you, you need to come in? Exactly. Yeah. So and that's now incidentally, I haven't been world, having dude. palpitations for a week, which is great. But still, that's good. I was after you know the test. So why were they still going on? He wouldn't talk to me. I called back and said, "I'm sorry, I missed. Can you please have him call?" Haven't heard word. Patient representative that's never called crazy. back. Nothing. You and should I'm write like, a Yelp review. This stuff keeps happening to you. It's it's so strange. I never experienced things like you do. I never used people. to experience stuff like this ever. Everyone's you know? nice to me. <laughs> well, okay. So to be fair, I had an opportunity, thankfully, that I took that I'm pretty sure most other people would have never taken. I really kudoed the front office staff uh-huh. and they kept apologizing. And I said, this is not on you. This is not your fault. You've done everything you can. Thank you. In fact, when I called patient representative, I said, those two women in the front deserve raises, bonuses, whatever the heck you got to give them promotions. They are amazing. Mm-hmm. The rest cool. of this crap, unacceptable. And so I'm sure most people would have ripped those girls apart. Oh yeah, definitely. True. So it was an opportunity for me to be a blessing to them, even though what was going on behind the closed doors was like, no, that is it's really criminal. amazing because our receptionists, they always get, you know, the short end of the stick when someone's upset. Oh, they yeah. feel the wrath of people. When you call customer service anywhere to complain about something, you have to remember that the person you're talking to is not responsible for your problem. Hopefully they'll try and help you in any way they can, but they're not the ones that are responsible for your problem. So I never get upset at those people. Yeah. Because it's not their fault. That's true. That's so true. I don't think you really know it until you work in it though. Cause I've done, you know, customer service and sales 
and all that. And you just start to realize that, you know, the people that are the messengers aren't making the decisions. Yeah. You know, which is if you can learn that, that's when you, you know, like even, even at the theater, some dumb thing happened, you know, and they were, they, they said this really ridiculous reason that had actually no truth whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a college student work in the concession stand at a theater. These uh-huh. people don't make decisions, right? Yeah. Corporate makes the decisions. I was so frustrated and I almost took it out on that person. I'm just like, sorry, like this is not on you. You don't make the decisions here. Uh-huh. But, but later I'm just like, this is all a decision on basically how we can screw customers out of more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's corporate. It's mm-hmm. not these college students mm-hmm. that are, you know, making these decisions. They don't know any better. You know, they're just so, trying to pay for their schooling. Yeah. And, and, no matter, and I don't want to taint them because yeah. it's not their fault. So, and no matter how much you grouch at those people, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> You vote with your money, so take your money elsewhere. Yeah. When I was trying to get my cosmetology license after I graduated school, there was an issue, and I cannot remember what it was, but I got so frustrated with the woman on the phone. And then I hung up and I realized, you know, this isn't her fault. She has no control over this. Yeah. So I called back and I was like, is so and so there? And they were like, no, she's on another call. And I was like, oh, well, I just got a little short with her on the phone and I wanted to call back and apologize. And they wow. were like, well, we'll let her know. She can't talk right now, but we've never had anyone do that before. And they <laughs> were awesome. so nice, yeah. but I felt bad because yeah. I got short with her, but it wasn't anything she could do, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's yeah. Good. I understand that a lot of people, and, and it's, I don't even really judge anybody for doing that because it's so human to vent to whoever's in front of you. Yeah. But just one of those things I'm good at, one of the things I'm good at is remembering immediately the person I'm talking to is not responsible for my problem usually. Yeah, yeah so. it's true. You know, there that happened. And then of course, just all of that road rage, you know, on the same day and you're just going, why, what is going on? You know, maybe Mercury was in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. They just wanted to be out celebrating with Fred's mom, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> the line was too long. Her house. <laughs> Fred's awesome. Yeah. His mom is actually really cool too. She's, she's, great. I've never met her. Yeah. she's like a four foot 10, Hispanic woman, wonderful awesome. woman. Yeah, she's great. Here's my thought. It was so funny because I was talking about this after my little Friday experience and I thought, man, you know, looking deeper, why is everybody so angry? And not everybody, right? That's a the very huge generalization. Yeah. Why are you the suck of all sucks? And I, I feel like people nowadays are more angry and more anxious than ever. We've talked about that, you know, social media has a mm-hmm. huge impact on that, but you're right. Tony, you said it like, how come I keep experiencing people like this? I don't know. Like, and it's really frustrating because I'm like, I can't leave my house. I want to go makes out for but, good stories. Well, yeah, but and I mean, I'm, glad, I'm thankful. I don't have those experiences. Uh, yeah. So I, don't I do get out them. people. Honestly, I, it's not like I'm just sitting at home all the time listening to Brian's experiences. I get out plenty, but <laughs> I just never, I, I legitimately never have <laughs> poor customer service face to face situations like that. I'm yeah. 42 years old and I've never had anything like that happen to me before. Weird. Yeah. And I don't instigate these either. No, you're so kind. Sometimes I do, but I mean, I, I would say 99% of the time I don't. being rude to someone. I have been, but again, it's more out of like, I'm banging my head against the wall frustration yeah. and I just let it out. Mm-hmm. But 95% of the time, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm not instigating it. But I also stand up for myself too now. So there's, I'm sure people don't expect that. But still, like, again, this wasn't them that was causing the problem. You know, the people in the front. Yeah. So let's chalk that up to a very odd experience. And that was a good story. Yeah. Well, thank you. I looked at one thing here that I came up with that perhaps is one of the reasons why we have a tendency to be so stressed or anxious and or even angry and create road rage and other things, Uh, you know, amidst all the social media anxiety and other things and all that talking about this with Sarah over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And then on Monday I was producing one of Daphne Scott's episode and this is what she was talking about. And I thought, huh, (laughs) it's interesting how we kind of, you know, on the same wavelength here. So it's this idea of should versus could basically the point is, is that when you are making a decision of any kind, small, medium, big, I mean like even do I want to go out to this movie tonight or do I want to go to coffee with this friend or do I want to buy this house? You know, it doesn't matter what the decision is. Do I want to have this late night bowl of popcorn? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's the should I fill in the blank, right? Mm-hmm. Should I have this late night bowl of popcorn or, you know, like I hear this all the time. Oh yeah. You know, I really should work out. Yeah, oh, yeah. That puts Definitely. a lot of pressure on you. Uh huh. And I think most of us, most of the time are probably living in the should world. Uh huh. 
And I think our most of our lives are, I should go do this right now, or should I really do this right now? Yeah. And you're always living in this deficit, this negative way of thinking, this fear-based decision, this anxious way of, oh my gosh, I should work out because look at my body or, you know, I'm having palpitations or my blood sugar's high or whatever the case is, I should, which creates more stress, more anxiety, more pressure, more worse crap, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus, well, I could work out I, or I get to. Ooh, I like that. And I think I I could do this. Yes. Not I could do this. I could do this. Yeah. Could I have a bowl of popcorn tonight? Yeah, sure. Or Or I get to. I could have a bowl of popcorn tonight. Yeah. Or I could just have a big glass of lemon water instead. Exactly. (laughs) What's really interesting is that if you start to change your vocabulary. Yeah. It thus will, of course, change your brain to get to a, I actually want to work out now because I'm not feeling the pressure and the anxiety of it. I'm more of a, I'm kind of excited about it now and I want to, I want to take care of myself, but I also get to enjoy that freaking cookie. That's a great perspective. It does change your perspective because when I should, you know, you said it brings pressure and it kind of feels like a chore where I could, it's almost like you're more grateful. Like yeah. I have an able body where I could work out or I could go on a walk, you know, totally, totally. I like to say I get to there have been weeks where I've been stressed out and I said, oh, I have to do my client work, even though I actually enjoy it, but I have to created a negative, And so therefore I didn't enjoy the work that week. This last Monday, I got to say, hey, I get to do my client work yeah. this week and I had so much fun with it. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, this it's the same thing. Nothing's changed. I just changed my way of thinking. And yeah. So I think, and this is just me hypothesizing, you know, for all of these chodes you know 10 out of 10 people who are angry and you know whatever road ragers they're living in a should world the the woman that was yelling at that front desk lady was probably having these oh have to go do this or you know i mean maybe she is struggling with something and has to go do this or she should go do this or you know maybe she has a horrible marriage i mean who knows right there's something going on and so she's in this should crap or have to mentality granted there could be a lot more there i'm just saying this is one factor that we could look at shoulds create stress, fear, anxiety, pressure. And here's something I thought you're eventually not going to be the real you. If you're consistently living in a, I should do this. Mm-hmm. You are living in what other people think you should do yeah. rather than what you really can do because it's you. Right? Even when you really should do that sort of thing. Exactly. Regardless of what other people think you should do. Good point. People should work out on and exercise on a regular basis. Exercise, not yeah. necessarily a workout. But, but yeah, that's, a, that's just a duh should, but it's an attitude. Yeah. Could I have the opportunity to go work out today if I want to? Sure. But what's the reason? Are you working out because you want to impress the person next to you because they I know more well, you and I've talked about this, right? Yeah. In the past, like people have this image that they want you to that. That's a should, right? But if it's a, well, I'm doing this yep. for me, then it's a, I'm doing I this get so I can to, live to my eighties and nineties. Yeah. And I want to be healthy and who cares what I look like, you know, screw everyone else. <laughs> 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 Sorry. You know, if you live along the shoulds, you know, to, to coin our glorious phrase. Now you will truly be the suck of all sucks. Yeah. So keep shooting. <laughs> No, you're keep gonna suck. no, 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 oh. I'm saying keep shooting and you're going to okay. suck. Yeah, you're not going to be a superhero or a nicer. But if you, and keep, if you if change you, that should do a could, it'll be cuddle puddle for everyone. Cuddle puddle, <laughs> baby. Give you freedom. You'll be the real you, the best you. A puddle of nicers. Yes. You'll be boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take that. Think about it. Share some stories. Should versus could. Now, so because of Star Wars Day, I've been wanting to talk about minions and Jawas. So Jawas and Minions. Since it's let's Star say Jawas and Minions. Okay, so you know Jawas, right? <laughs> Let me just play a Jawa for you. Okay. I'm just playing sound. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Is this the one? There it is. All right, there's the famous there one. All right. So that's Jawas. Minions. Hmm. Interesting. Is there so not a minions or what? Are ja- yes, <gasps> minions are Jawas. Oh my goodness! No, because minions have one eye and Jawas have two. Not oh. all of them. Yeah, and Jawas. Some minions oh, have two eyes. Those aren't real eyes. They do. Okay. There's a theory that that Jawas are droids. Really? Yeah. Their little golden eyes have those little vertical slats. You know, they mm-hmm. look like droid eyes. So I swear that minions are Jawas. I need to watch these yeah. 
Star Wars movies. So there you go. <laughs> I uh, Do you need to, though? I. <laughs> you could. Do you I want could. to? Could. I do want to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you also like you could a lightsaber? I would like to. Like if you were to walk around with a lightsaber strap to, you know what? I don't know you, you, you wear like cool clothing. So if you had something cool and you had a lightsaber just hanging from whatever your waist somewhere, I think it'd while get in you're the way of my hair, wand. Yeah. But a lightsaber versus a wand. How about a lightsaber and a wand? Well, if you're going to say lightsaber versus a wand wand all day, but I don't know about that. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> now granted, Wands can make magic happen, right? But yes. Jedi's can use the force. So there's a lot of similarities with that. Yeah, but I feel like lightsabers are just glorified bug zappers. Well, have you ever what seen if- a lightsaber in full action? See, no, what maybe if- that's because I've only seen when I babysit, the little boys have lightsabers and they're not quite as impressive as I think a real one. See, if you be. were to have a real lightsaber and somebody, you know how they're, whatever those, I don't even know what the spells are. Tell me what the spell are that they shoot at each other. And it's those bolts of, you know, energy that come out of the wands, like a beam where they're shooting each other and, you know, they're, you know, when Voldemort about? and Harry. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So Harry says Expelliarmus and then Voldemort oh. says Avada Kedavra. So he tries to kill him and he just tries to disarm him. I gotcha. But a lightsaber can absorb energy. Really? Yes. I need to do my research. See, if somebody I shoots lightning at you, a lightsaber beats lightning. So if you have like, you know, paper, rock, paper, scissors, you uh-huh. have lightsabers force lightning and it works the same. So lightsaber beats lightning. Okay. All right. Force beats the lightsaber because you can pull the lightsaber out of somebody's hand with the force. Okay. But lightning beats the force. So it works perfectly. So you can have a little rock, paper, scissors game of lightning. I'm going to force. I think uh, I need sabers. to watch these movies <laughs> and then I might be more on the same page. Oh my gosh. What so- if? How about Morgan? What if Wall made a lightsaber? Would you wear it then? W-A-H-L made a lightsaber? You know, the clipper. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I like that. So would it be fashionable? Yes. Okay. Oh, maybe I could cut hair with a lightsaber. See, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) See, yeah, now you're on it. Instead of, it would be truly sheer terror, except, you know, you'd be like saber terror at that point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Force terror. Oh, man. You know, I challenge you. Not on Halloween, though, but some random day to come in dressed in a giant like cloak with a black hood, you know, uh-huh. wear like red contacts or do something where your eyes are glowing red or something like that. Um, put <laughs> on some crazy and just, radioactive just, red contacts yeah, and then have like a giant scythe, you know, or, or something or maybe mm-hmm. just giant shears and be like, I'm ready to cut your hair. I'll just dress <laughs> up like Edward Scissorhands. And that would be pretty cool, too. There you go. Actually, mm-hmm. that would be terrifying. I know. You know, if you do that when I'm coming in for a haircut, I'll totally play along and just freak the crap out of everyone around you. Okay. Wouldn't that be awesome? They'd be like, um, wait, stop. Like, <laughs> what? She's really good. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Okay. I don't know. What are we talking about? Minions. <laughs> minions. I was a minion. Do you remember when I said in the beginning, what are we talking about today? Oh yeah. My tax. Brad's mom. Yeah, we were gonna- <laughs> <laughs> she, is she a moon? Yeah. <laughs> So Some people think so. Can you can you really quickly tell us about Astronomy Cast because we're talking about space and I know you're just like totally nerding out on that right now. Any real hardcore nerds out there who like astronomy have probably heard of Astronomy Cast. They're like 500 episodes almost in. They've been going since 2006. Two people, one PhD in, in astrophysics and the other guy is just a, a very well-informed uh, amateur astronomer. Hmm. They're so knowledgeable and he just basically, he drives the show and she answers his questions and other listeners' questions and she's really knowledgeable. Her name is Dr. Pamela Gay. I'm, I'm just totally hooked on it. I, I'm, I'm mildly interested in astronomy, but mm. uh, I'm a huge Carl Sagan nut. Neil deGrasse Tyson's okay. I like Cosmos, that type of thing. And uh, I've just been binge listening to this podcast Hmm, I'm like cool. episode 60 now, but nice. But yeah, it's, it's, if you like astronomy, uh, I strongly recommend this. And what is it called? Astronomy cast. Astronomy cast. Astro- astronomy cast. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun and it's not too cerebral. I mean, you don't have to be a, a knowledgeable about physics and everything to listen to it. It's fairly educational. So that's great. Yeah. That's so, what I've been nerding about lately. That's awesome. Astronomy cast. Or if you're in water boy, when she's talking about astrology, you know, astronomy <laughs> I'm sure there's is one probably of the very an astrology cast out there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So don't get it mixed up. That's so funny because my dad's been listening to the show and I guess we talked about Waterboy. Yeah, that's one of my dad's favorite movies. And I guess we were talking about it and you were nerding out about it. And I was like, I've only seen it once because my dad made me watch (laughs) it. Oh, that's right. That's such a great movie, though. (laughs) Yeah, the alligators are ornery. Oh, yes. The medulla oblongata. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because they don't have toothbrushes. (laughs) They have all them teeth and no toothbrushes. Well, the whole point of what she was talking about is he was saying, you know, Vicky's a Voigo. She's an oh. astrologist. <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh, Vicky's an astrologist and, and her, his mom's like astronomy. One of the many tools, of the devil. That's so funny. <laughs> I yeah. love Kathy Bates. Yeah, she's fantastic. All right. Well, free comic book day tomorrow, by the way, for those of you who love comics, go to your local comic book store. That's May 5th. So if you're listening to this on any day, but Friday, it's not comic book day tomorrow. Nope. So May 5th. Yeah. So enjoy that. Enjoy Star Wars Day. Cinco de Mayo's tomorrow. May the fourth be with you. May the you. fourth be with you. We'll be back next and week. Also with you. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is awesome. I don't know what's going on next week, but uh, I, I know you're going to be here in studio, Captain Influence. We're going to be talking about Avengers. Yeah. I mean, you may want to come back. I don't know. That's that's a lot. I'll be camping. Oh, camping yeah. next week. All right. Well, never mind then. You you go enjoy. But I'll your, be back. Uh, camping one of the many tools of the devil <laughs> realbryanshow.com thank you both for joining me have thank a you. great rest Thanks of your weekend signing off the real brian show is a production of 514 media at 514mediaempire.com